to Dimensional Soul Healing with your host, Grace and Khan. So today we're going to go over some updates really quick. We have the Enlighten Your Minds program going for $111 until the end of December 2023. So take advantage of that discount while you can. Normally it runs around $300. It has, I want to say, 35 steps. So it's very, very... Um, intensive and also self-paced. So you can go at your own pace. You're not timed and you can take your time with it. It will literally expand your consciousness very rapidly. I wouldn't be surprised if you start having your own psychic experiences from taking that course. So um, if that is something you're interested in, please go check out my website, create your free, uh, free account, log in, and then um, purchase that course to have for life. It is amazing. Um, and then what else do we have going on? We have the yoga membership for $88 that launched 10 days ago. So if you're interested in doing four yoga classes a month as a supplement to your current physical routine, by all means, check that out. I also do a channeled message for the month to tap into the monthly energies to help you navigate those energies throughout your practice. So you really get the most out of your yoga practice every single time. Um, and then I also have an unlimited membership as well. That one is going to hold all of the classes that I post and the four classes a month. I will take down um, each month classes and post the new ones. So if you're interested in keeping the archive of all the classes that you take, definitely sign up for the unlimited. That one would be the most ideal. And then what else? What else? Oh yeah. Last but not least, we are doing a sound bath at heightened vitality in Draper, Utah on January 12th at 2 PM, 3 PM mountain standard time. So there are only 12 spots available. So be sure to call heightened vitality or sign up on their website. Um, there are only 12 spots. I'm not sure how many people have booked yet. So definitely give them a call. And then I'm actually going to update you guys. Um, I think I'm going to update y'all after the holidays. That way we can like tune in after everything has settled. And yeah, we will see if we have fully sold out or if we still have some openings. Okay, let's get into the episode. All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about the wound of judgment. Okay. What triggers this wound is the perception of mistakes being made. Okay. So the different kind of traumas that induce this wound can be, this is how it reflected personally in my life, which was choices as reflection of worthiness of love. Okay. So, you know, depending on how I performed in school was how my love was measured, basically how my worth was measured. Um, if you were scolded or spanked in childhood, that can also induce this wound of judgment, any kind of religious punishment. So if you had super extreme religious parents who pushed their beliefs and extremes and ideals onto you at such a young age, and it, of course, traumatized you, that can also induce this wound, um, as well as sexual repression. So if you have... If you grew up with a religion that shamed sexuality, <clears throat> excuse me, that can also induce this wound of judgment. So 
there are many different ways that we try to avoid feeling this wound or overcompensating for it. So personally, what I did, I did both. I overcompensated and I also avoided it like so crazy. So I subconsciously tried to be a perfectionist like with everything and it would drive me absolutely crazy if what I was working on or doing just didn't work out like perfectly. I would literally judge myself so harshly and so intensely because right like I'm perpetuating that story I'm perpetuating that wound I'm literally perpetuating that story of I am wrong like I'm being punished I should have known better you know like this story that basically kept me safe when I initially got this wound in the first place okay also I'm currently eating some blueberries (laughs) um It can manifest as being major indecisive, major insecure, and people-pleasing. So if you're trying to run away from this wound, which a lot of people do, they can act out through people-pleasing, right? By trying to keep everybody happy, like no judgment is happening, or feeling indecisive, like I don't want to say the wrong thing and be judged for it, right? Um... And, like, feel like you're going to be punished, right? Because that's, like, the most detrimental feeling you can experience, right? According to the ego. It's like, ah, if I experience punishment, I'm going to die, you know? Like, it's crazy. And so what does this wound teach us? This wound, the wisdom behind this wound, behind this trauma, is reflecting on the choices that we make and experiencing learning through what is genuine guilt and what isn't. And also learning that our choices have a series of consequences. One of the messages that I received from Archangel Michael, I want to say, gosh, was it back in 2021? Let me try and remember. This was like a couple of years ago. And basically the message that he said was, it doesn't matter what choice that you make, Each choice has a series of consequences. And at first, when I heard him say consequences, I was like, ah, you know, like it triggered my ego because I was like, oh no, like I'm going to be punished. But here's the thing. Natural consequences are not personal. It is okay for you to make mistakes. Your soul is literally just learning, right? You're always just learning and you're always doing your best. And... I feel like when we hear the word consequence, like I feel like it has been so misused and so bastardized that it's like we're so afraid of trying. Like there's this underlying like feeling and fear of like, well, if I try, then like what what happens if I get punished for failing? You know, like it's just so it just goes deep. It goes so deep. But here's the thing is the perception of a quote unquote mistake is usually perceived as unacceptable, right? According to society, according to the ego, because judgment is obsessing over should and should not, right and wrong, good and bad, which it's all it's all like a defense mechanism from the ego to protect you. It's to keep you grounded in your body, okay? And so I feel like the thing, I feel like we really need to distinguish what judgment is versus what consequences. Judgment is biased. Okay. And judgment is limited. It comes from a limited 
a limiting perspective. While consequence is, it comes from an unconditionally loving place. Like it's impartial, it's natural, it's unbiased. It's just like a natural reflection of the choice that you made, if that makes sense. It's like a natural flow, a natural sequence of events that happens from making a particular choice. So it's like you can make one choice with a certain sequence of events that are going to follow, or you can make a different choice that are going to have a certain sequence, natural sequence of events that follows. And I feel like that's really huge because a lot of people are not educated on that. And it's like our ego tells us like what consequences are, like it perceives consequences as like bad because of the judgment story. And so when in reality, it's like actually, it's actually natural for us to experience consequences from making different choices. And just because it's consequences doesn't mean it's bad, quote unquote, or good, quote unquote. It's just a natural sequence of events that always happens throughout the universe. And so one of the things that you can do to reprogram this old story, this old narrative in your ego Oh, this is so big. This is so big. Mm. You can say to yourself out loud, mistakes are part of the learning process. And just reassuring yourself, it's okay to make mistakes, right? Like as long as you have pure intentions, because that's really it, right? And that it's okay for you to make mistakes, right? Like it's okay for you to fail. I remember when I was in middle school and our principal would get over the intercom and we used to have like little TVs in the corner of our room. Like I swear to God, it was like a freaking prison. <laughs> but he would always get on there every single morning and he would say, failure is not an option. Like, are you kidding me? Are you literally kidding me? You're literally conditioning thousands of young minds that are still like moldable and you're conditioning them and teaching them that failure is not okay. Like, it's just reinforcing that old judgment egoical story. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Do you know how many successful people have failed over and over and over? And that's why they're successful. Successful people are not successful because of perfection. They're not successful because they've never made a mistake in their life. It's actually the contrary. They've made so many mistakes. They've had to learn from their series of consequences from the choices that they've made, which allows them to be successful in the first place. That's the key thing. So, you know, failure is normal. All right. If anything, I encourage you to fail. That was something huge for me to get over. Like it was like worse than nails, nails on a chalkboard, like to experience failure in my life. Like I literally, I thought I was going to die or like be persecuted. Like it was just insane, irrational fear, you know, like coming from my ego. But I had to try things. I had to get okay with trying new things by being awkward, by not being confident, by, you know, not believing in myself. Like I literally had to experiment with so many different things. Okay. And that is just what it takes. You have to figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Like you literally have to try. And if you never try and you never fail, how are you going to possibly know it works for you? You're not, you're not. And I feel like there's this like energy of like feeling like it's uncool to try. It's uncool to fail. It's uncool to do this. 
Well, actually, you're a badass. You're a badass if you fail. You're a badass if you try. Because that's where the wisdom lies in the stories of like failing. I have so much knowledge and so much wisdom to share with all of you because of the choices I've made, because of how many times I have failed. That failure has brought so much authentic soul wisdom, okay? And so much growth and lessons. So don't be intimidated by failure. Like, love it. Like, be so grateful for it. Um, But anyways, one of the crucial things one of the crucial sentences I said out loud when I was reprogramming this new narrative for judgment was I let go of grudges. I had to let go of the grudges I was holding towards the individuals who judged me in childhood. And that brings me back to my previous podcast episode where I talked about the wound of rejection and, um, I, I had to sit in meditation and I was like, okay, clearly I feel this way towards this person. That was my perception. Like I saw my higher self. I saw their higher self. And then I like saw me and I just saw me like projecting this hatred, this anger, this resentment towards these certain individuals. And then it dawned on me that I was like, oh my gosh. I need to let this grudge go because I'm literally just doing this to myself because from a higher perspective, like everybody was like smiling, like nothing was going on. And it was just me. It was just me that was like brooding in the non-physical. Like it was just me that was like projecting. And it was in that moment that I realized that I needed to let go of the grudges because I chose to experience this wound of judgment for a reason. I chose to go through that for a reason. I chose to endure what I endured for a reason. And I just need to forgive myself. I need to forgive myself. And so when I did that work, I could feel that energy clearing. And then it was much easier for my ego to go, okay, we're safe now. Now we're updated to the present moment. In 2023, we're no longer like in the early 2000s, right? Like we're safe. You know, there's no threats. There's no persecution. None of that going on. And yeah, I just, this wound is so, so huge. I see this wound typically a lot in people who went through a lot of religious trauma, especially. I swear, it's like the the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up specifically with this wound is is how it can physically manifest in the body. So if you tend to get canker sores quite frequently, this can manifest from judging others. So if you judge others like a lot, like you really consciously use your energy to judge others, guess what? You're going to be more susceptible to having canker sores manifest. Isn't that crazy? I think that's so wild. Here's another one. STDs. Ah, this is going to trigger your understanding. Um, Your scientist archetype theme of consciousness. (laughs) Trust me, I get it. Oh my gosh. That one honestly was like the hardest to shift out of. I don't know if I fully shifted out of it yet because it's like healing is not a linear process, you know. But I remember like when I was like redoing that narrative for my ego about letting go of 
not being able to absolutely understand everything of the human experience and how things work. That was huge for me. That was so huge for me because I used to be the person who was like, you know, if I don't see it in a science experiment, like I'm not believing you. I don't, I don't believe it. Right. But I've had so many non-physical experiences that you could not possibly explain through Western science. Like it's just impossible. And so anyways, I had to let that um, old narrative go so that I could be open to understanding how many different things happen. And right, like that's where the balance comes in with the physical and the non-physical. So anyways, so yeah, physically manifestation of the wound of judgment, STDs, which is sexual guilt. Oh my gosh, y'all. I remember like going to Catholic church and shit and like hearing about how like masturbation was so like, ah, it's a sin and ah, you can't have sex before marriage. Ah, like there was just so much like guilt projected onto you, like sexual guilt. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, you know, after being like molested in childhood, that's like the last thing you want to hear. And so you're just like, screw you, like, fuck you. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Like, you're not going to tell me what to do, you know? And so, um, yeah, this is interesting. I'm so curious for those individuals who currently have that energy manifesting, what would happen if they healed that sexual guilt? Would that physical manifestation disappear? And how long would it take to disappear? Like, I'm so curious. Um, obviously, like, medicine is essential. And I'm not promoting... I'm not saying, like, not to go to the doctor. I'm saying, like, I would be curious for the quote-unquote incurable ones, you know? Anyways... So, yeah, any kind of liver problems, you, you are either harshly criticizing others or they're harshly uh, criticizing you. So that's another thing. If you get uh, UTIs commonly, like urinary infections, urinary tract infections, you tend to cast blame onto others, which is interesting because I wonder like if. I don't know if there's, like, any female bishops in the churches, because I never, like, paid attention, because uh, I didn't care, but <laughs> I wonder if the men who are the bishops who, like, you know, participate in that frequency, like, I wonder if they constantly have urinary issues. I'm so curious about that. Um, and just other, like, toxic people who cast blame, you know? Oh my gosh, here's another one. Gallstones is when you guilt others, like, you consciously choose to make others feel guilty, I knew a guy who I used to work with. He literally did that. And he actually had, um, he had gallstone issues. Like he literally was in the hospital for like a week. And so I was like, wow, that's so crazy validating. Um, yeah. And then the last thing is when you have growths, like weird growths on your body, that physical manifestation comes from the energetic source of holding grudges. So... If you have weird growths on your body, there is a possibility that you are still holding grudges. I know I held grudges for a very long time. And so, um, yeah, let that shit go. (laughs) Just let it go. And just tell yourself, you know what? Like, it's okay to make mistakes. I'm doing my best. And then, you know, natural consequences are not personal. It's like normal way of universal law and life. Like, You know, I'm grateful that I got to reflect on my choices and become more conscious of my choices, right? Like, have that maturity of, like, okay, like, I know if I make this choice, this series of consequences is going to 
you know, initiate. And if I make this choice, this series of consequences is going to initiate. And I feel like that's the biggest thing with this wound. So yeah, just be gentle with yourself, give yourself grace. And, you know, there might be multiple layers to this wound. So if you need assistance healing this, by all means, please reach out. I actually just updated my website. I want to say a few days ago, I am now back open for sessions in person. So you can just go directly to my website and like pick a time slot to book. Um, because before I took a break because I had a lot of clients, but now I'm just like, all right, I'm ready to take on some more. So, um, yeah. So if you want to do some deeper energetic healing around these wounds to really help you shift out of that lower theme of consciousness, please feel free uh, to reach out to me. Um, and we'll get you taken care of. So, and then I feel like also like just reminding yourself that you grow through your mistakes. Like, I really want to emphasize that. Like, you grow through mistakes. You grow through failure. Like, you grow so much. And you just look so badass coming out on the other side of all of it. So, yeah. I know this is a pretty short conversation today. Um, I didn't really have a lot to say because I feel like this wound wasn't very extreme for me in this lifetime. Like, it was... I was judged often, but not very extremely. And so I really feel like those of you who have went through insanely religious trauma, like, you know, you got groomed by Scientology or groomed by the LDS church. Like if you got groomed by a cult, like religious organizations, you know, Jehovah witnesses and all that stuff, you know, I feel like you're going to have a more extreme energetic layer of healing than you would with the average individual, if that makes sense. It's like the same thing um, for the wound of violation, right? Like if you didn't experience sexual trauma in childhood, like you're probably not going to have like an extreme case of violation, uh, energetic wounding, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, everyone's different. Um, but all, all of your wounds will literally teach you the biggest lessons that you can run with in this lifetime and many lifetimes moving forward. And so, yeah. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much for being here for this conversation. I'm so excited to talk about the next one. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so good. I'm literally like, I just want to help you guys shift out of this lower theme of consciousness, this contracted consciousness, and start shifting into higher themes of consciousness so that you can literally, literally start experiencing more of life than what you were conditioned to believe and have your own cool subjective experiences and really just start living your best life. And so thank you guys so much for being here. I love you. Love you so much. Have an amazing rest of your week. And yeah, I will see you guys on Sunday.